1: Well, why don't you hold your Bible, lift it up real high and shout, this is my Bible. I believe what it says I am. I can do what it says I can do. I am a believer and not a doubter, a doer, not just a hearer. Today, I'll learn from God's word and my life will never be the same because faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Amen. Well, one more time, uh, a very uh, happy, merry new year to everyone. Amen. Uh, 2023 is here. And uh, man, I'm telling you, they're going fast. I mean, it was 2022 just yesterday and. It's like someone is just speeding up these years. Amen. Uh, But as we come into uh, the new year, you know, uh, the series that we're going to start today and the reason why we teach in series uh, form is so that we can get these truths uh, embedded in us, all of us, so that we can actually start uh, seeing the fruit out of it. Amen. And so today we're going to start a series that I call the secret sauce. Uh, The secret Source. You know, uh, people use this phrase. Uh, to describe their uh, secret to uh, success, right? They say the secret uh, formula to Coca-Cola is safeguarded somewhere uh, safely and no one can break in there and get the recipe. Otherwise, you'd make your own Coke. I don't, I'm not in any way, you know, marketing or promoting Coca-Cola, right? I'm just saying that uh, sometimes uh, there is what is known as, a, as the secret sauce or the thing that makes people uh, successful. And so we're going to be looking at the uh, kingdom secret sauce uh, for, for prosperity, for increase, for growth, uh, for an awesome year. This is my prayer for every single one of you. Uh, that 2023 be the best year yet amen Amen. and we use the word yet there because the one after that should even be better uh, than this one the bible says in second uh, corinthians chapter number three verse 18 it says but we all with an open face beholding as in a glass the glory of the lord are, are changed into the same image from glory to glory even as by the Spirit of the Lord. And so this is a powerful scripture. You know, the Apostle Paul is saying here that as we behold the glory of God with an open face, you know, unlike Moses, Moses, uh, he had to wear a veil, but for you and I in the new covenant, we can behold uh, the glory with an open face. He says that we are changed into the same image. Uh, what image? The same image that Jesus is. And when we are changed, uh, this same image is moving from one level of glory to another. So there is a, a, a progress there. There is a progressive you know, increase, if you will. Uh, there is a, a progressive you know, uh, betterment, if you will, uh, of, of our lives from one level of glory to another. But we have to step into glory for us to move to the next level of glory. It's interesting that he didn't say uh, we will move from mess to glory. So, we have to be in glory, and that's what we're going to be showing you what the secret source is to getting into glory and staying in glory. Can I get an amen? And so, your life in Christ is a life of progress. That's what it is. Your life in Christ is. Is not stagnant. It's a life of continuous uh, progress as we are conformed or transformed into the same image uh, that is Jesus, our Christ. If you read in Proverbs chapter number four, uh, verse eighteen, uh, Scripture says this. It says, "The path of the righteous." Now, before you disqualify yourself, uh, uh, all of us who have accepted Jesus Christ as our personal Lord and Savior have been qualified by that is righteous second corinthians chapter number 521 tells us that we are the righteousness of god in christ jesus and it tells us our path uh the path of the righteous is like the morning star shining even brighter to the full light of day and so it's interesting that he says the path of the righteous will shine just like the sun but he put an end time there till he didn't say till dusk he said till the noon in other words it will stop when it's at its brightest Unlike the sun outside, it will shine until it dips in the evening, right? But your light should shine until it's at its brightest. This is the the will of God for every single believer. And I learned this, you know, 20 years ago. And, you know, I don't mean to be braggadocious, but I was, you know, talking with my wife. And and I said, "I, I can hardly remember having a bad year. From when I learned this truth, I can hardly remember having, it's been uh, years of progress every year. It's almost like when we finish the year, I look back and I say, how are we going to top that? And then as you think you've had your best year, God takes it to another level. Why? Because the path of the righteous, now some of you may say, bastard that's not my experience. Well, you need to upgrade your experience to the word of God. And not change the word of God to fit your experience. Can I get an amen? amen? God wants us to live our lives in a place of progress. And so, man, you know, uh, Apostasy and I, uh, man, we, we don't remember, you know, ever having an average year. I'm talking, it's just, you know, tearing off the roof just to see. And, 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 and you know, I'm saying this to challenge you. You know, and and what I'm about to say, unless you are a pastor (coughs) and you've actually functioned in that role which i have you know by god's grace 20 years now i've been pastoring at different levels pastored you know the youth pastored young people and 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 pastored young adults associate pastors so i've been around you know this pastoring thing for as long as i can remember and and unless you are you are in that role it's going to be difficult for you to understand some of the things that you know uh, god you know puts in our hearts as pastors and uh you know with me in particular one of the things that God has put in my heart in reference to the people that he puts in my care as their pastor is is one word it is to lead them to a place of progress growth and increase I'm obsessed with seeing people you know move from one level of glory to another I'm obsessed with people you know just progress just just go to the next level you know and what i have a pet peeve and what drives me crazy drives me up the wall is just seeing someone stuck for years like bro come on get up do something dance do something you know go to the shower, do something so we can at least have some progress and so with me god god has put it in my heart that, that everyone i come into contact with i must challenge them to progress and this is not this is the reason why as faithful church we don't major in entertainment we don't major in games or gimmicks because none of those things are the secret source. none of those things will get you results and so you may be asking what is the secret source? that's what we're getting ready to reveal to you go with me if you will uh to first john chapter number five verse four First uh, John chapter number five, uh, verse four, and we're going to read it in two versions. We're going to read it in the New King James Bible, and we're going li- to read it in the New Living Translation. You're going to get on this path, man. I'm telling you. Once you get on this path, your life will keep getting better and better and better. Amen. amen. I said, amen. amen. Scripture says this. It says, "For whatever is born of God overcomes the world, and this is the victory that has overcome." the world. And he puts a a dash there. He says, our faith. That's that victory, right? And if you read it in a more current uh, 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 version of the Bible, this is what he says in the NLT. He says, for every. Someone say every. Now, what I just told you, some of you were frowning on it, and you are like, well, because you're a pastor. And some of you, well, the Bible seems to point to everybody. It seems to qualify every single one of us. He says, for every child of God. This is for every single child of God the question is do you want it or you don't want it and if you want it here's what you got for every child of God defeats this evil world every not just the ones with the title every single child of God has the power within them to defeat this evil world so much out. that's me Every child of God defeats this evil world and we achieve this victory as the secret source. now. And we achieve this victory through our faith. And so if you don't learn how to function in faith, you know, we, we teach a lot about grace, but the other side of the coin has faith on it. And so if you run around, you know, just like if... Anybody with a coin? Anybody with a coin? Just any coin, two rand, five rand. I know y'all prosperous. You only carry paper money. Paper money. <laughs> Anybody with a two rand coin? There you go. You can toss it to me. You know this is a a two rand coin, right? Thanks, Zane. I do not promise to uh, give it back. <laughs> This is a two rand coin, right? Now, this coin here is written a uh, two rand, and in the streets, it, it's got two sides to it. In the streets, we call the other side uh, heads, right, and the other side uh, tails. And uh, you know, really, for the mo- for the reason is because on the other side, it's got a head of something, a person or an animal or something. This one seems to have a, a, a springbok, kangaroo. I don't know what this is, but it's something, right? <laughs> But but yes, the deal is that when the the Reserve Bank of South Africa uh, gave this two rand and wrote two on it, they gave it to us as a representation uh, of value. In other words, I can take this two rand coin and go to the uh, shop and exchange it for goods and services, right? I can get a chewing gum on this two two rand rand coin, but it has to have uh, uh, both sides intact. If I take a, a grinder and I and I put this thing in a in a in a machine and I grind one side off and I uh, smooth and I take it to the shops to try and buy something, uh, uh, it's up to the cashier. They don't. They are not under any legal obligation to receive it as legal tender. So it is in the kingdom of God, God has given us a two-sided coin. And on the other side, he has put grace on it. And on the other side, he has put faith on it. For this coin to function, it has to have both sides intact. Grace is what Jesus Christ did for you at the cross. Thank God when he gives you this coin, it comes with the the grace side already imprinted on it. The only side that's missing is the faith side. This is why we are saved by grace through faith. This is why Romans 5.2 says we have access into the grace of God through our faith. And so a lot of people have been running around with a coin that has a print on one side and they've been wondering why they ain't getting much done. They know a lot about grace, but it's time to put your faith so that you can have a legal, tender, and transact, so as it were, in the spiritual world, uh, uh, for spiritual goods and services, and receive from God. There's no other way to receive from God but through faith. Can I get an amen? And so you have to, you know, bring the secret that's the That's the faith on it. You have to put the faith on it. And when you put that faith, man, you have a legal tender. You have to understand grace, but you have to put your, add your faith. Your faith is your positive response to what Jesus has already done for you uh, by grace. Amen? Amen? Praise the Lord. And so that's, that's the kingdom. That's that's how the function the kingdom of God uh, functions. Something else that we learn. Let's go to Romans chapter number three, verse twenty-seven. So faith will give us victory. If you're writing down notes, you can write that down. You can ach- you can defeat this evil world uh, through faith. And we're going to show you what faith is. You know, growing up, I used to think faith was you know a feeling. It's a goosebump that comes on you. You know, you're busy minding your, your your own business. You're in church service, and we sing the fast songs. We sing the slow ones, and 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 before you know it faith gets on you what was that that was faith oh faith is here praise the lord now you start touching things touching people and people's lives are changed. oh faith faith is working and then before you know it it lifts up oh that feeling is gone where's faith man we're gonna have to do it that next week again no faith is actually a thinking wow. Wow. amen wow. this is why james say a double-minded man what is faith faith is just being single-minded That God's word is true and that he is able to bring it to pass. Can I get an amen? Now, uh, Romans chapter number three, uh, verse 27, this is what it says. He says, Where is boasting then? It is excluded. He's talking about salvation by uh, uh, grace through faith. He says, Where is boasting then? It is excluded by what law of works? No, but by the law of faith. So, as we start to learn about faith, one of the things we need to uh, uh, realize is that uh, faith is a law. And what I mean by that is, I'm not saying faith is of the Old Testament law. I'm saying, you know, faith is is a law in the sense that faith functions within the pyramid. It has the same number of muscles as a grown man, as an adult. Uh, uh, but a, a, a small little baby can't do much uh, 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 of what an adult can do with their muscles. And, and the difference is in... Uh, exercise, if you will. That's why scripture talks about exercising our faith. It talks about applying our faith so that we can grow in our application of this faith. The faith that God has given you is just like those muscles. You know, I have two little girls and and they have the same number of muscles, if you will, the same faith, right? The muscles, the same faith that I have. But I can uh, bench press a lot more than them, trust me. I can lift a lot more weights than them. What's the difference? The difference is they haven't used uh, uh, what they have for long enough to develop, watch this now, strength and endurance. And so this is why you and I have to start using that faith. In fact, if you don't use this faith, you'll lose it. And what I mean by that, you know, I don't mean like you lose your cell phone. Where's my cell phone? I just lost myself. No, I mean you lose the dexterity, the, the power to function. The, the muscles will atrophy, if you will. They will lose the, their, their power to do stuff. And so this is why you know uh, another example is of astronauts when astronauts go into space uh, and they are you know in that tube uh, is it getting warm in here I think women need to open the doors if the aircon is not working Uh, uh, but you know the astronauts they get caught up in a in a tube sometimes for six to uh, you know eight months to a year and uh, and when they come back to earth because they haven't used their muscles you know if you've ever seen this on YouTube you can go and Google it when you go on YouTube and, and Google astronauts in space You're going to see that there's no gravity there, so there's no resistance, so they never have to use their muscle. Man, it's a bad thing for a Christian to believe for a life of no problems. Because when you do, uh, (laughs) you have nothing to use your faith on. In fact, the Bible calls us overcomers. It says when, when, when we finally get to heaven, he calls us overcomers. And a lot of people are believing God to be overcomers, but none of them want to overcome anything. Can I get an amen? And so God has given you your faith so that you can counter. Watch what it says in the, in the first scripture that we read. It says for every child of God, every single one of them, every child of God can defeat this evil world. So there's an evil world surrounding you. Things are not always going to go according to plan. But that's the reason for the secret source. So you can pull out your faith and start using it against those things. And as you do, you begin to develop in faith. Can I get an amen? Amen. And so, you know, as we come into uh, 2023, man, I want to challenge you to start exercising your, your faith muscles. You know, when Jesus said, he who is faithful in the least will be faithful in much. All he was saying was he who learns to use their faith in small things will be able to use their faith in big things. If you can't lift in the gym, let's talk about the gym for a minute. Because today, some of you, tonight, some of you last night, you were coming up with uh, uh, what we call New Year's uh, resolutions. And I know right at the top of the list is, you know, I'm going to go to where? To the, to the gym. Because I need to burn some calories. I need to turn this into, into muscle. Right? Now here's the here's, here's a suggestion from my humble perspective I've been you know lifting for a minute now my, is when you get in there don't start with the big weights Now here's another one here's another one that's going to help you is that as you begin to get on that regiment the first 2 weeks is going to be painful Oh you won't be able to 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 hold your back you won't be able to uh, hold that cup of coffee. Everything will be sore. You you won't even want to give people a hug because everything will be sore. But here's what tends to happen: is when you use your muscles and you stay in the game, your muscles will start to uh, 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 get with the program. So it is with faith. As you begin, as you begin to use the laws, we're going to give you some laws that you can function it. As you begin to start using the laws of confession, the laws of faith application, the laws of you know bringing your action to to your faith, so that. That is not just faith without action. As you start to do that, some of you are gonna feel a little bit uncomfortable. But don't give up, don't quit. Amen. amen. I said amen. When you stay on that regiment, things are gonna start changing. And 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 you know, I, I just have to say this is that you know, I, I like New Year's and, and things of that nature. But one of the things I've learned is we don't live our lives in time blocks. I mean some of the stuff you did yesterday going to catch up with you in uh, today. You know, t- hey, not, none of that stuff is staying in yesterday. You know, I know we would love to come up here and preach 2020, over with 20 well some of you 2022 coming right into 2023. Hey, if you get pregnant last night, you, 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 hey. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. And so we're going to be talking about, you know, five ingredients that make faith work. And number one is the supremacy of God's word. And number two, we're going to talk, you know, next week about, you know, God's love for you, unconditional love, understanding it and how it makes faith work. Number three, we're going to talk about the relationship between the grace of God and, and, and our faith. Number four, we're going to talk about the righteousness of God in Christ and how it fits. And number five, we're going to talk about the law of confession. Now, let's look at how to apply this faith. Matthew chapter number seven. Uh, The first one, if you're really going to function in faith, you need something to believe. And you can't believe what comes out of the six o'clock news. We, we, you can't believe what you read in the newspaper. You, you need to believe something uh, that is more concrete than that. And that's what Matthew 7, you know, uh, talks about from verse 24 to 27 in the Message Bible. Jesus is, is telling us what we should believe, what we should uh, uh, base our lives uh, on, what we should, you know, build our lives on, the foundation, the kind of foundation that you need 2023 going going forward. In fact, if you plan to live your lives on, on time blocks, man, I'd suggest you do 50 year time blocks. You know, make plans today that will change your life 50 years uh, uh, later. Amen. And and Jesus says this, verse 24 to 25. He says, these words I speak to you are not incidental additions to your life. Remember, the word of God is the foundation of your faith. And Jesus is trying to show them how serious uh, the word of God is and how you and I should take it serious if we're going to be successful in our faith walk with the Lord. He says, the words that I speak unto you, in other words, the Bible, the words that I speak unto you, they are not incidental additions. Additions to your life. They are not homeowner improvements to your standard of living. These are foundational words, words to build a life on if you work, and that's a big if, if right there, if you work these words into your life, you are like a smart carpenter who built his house on solid rock rain poured, in other words, problem came, they're going to come to everybody, the smart carpenter and the foolish carpenter, rain poured down, the river flooded, a tornado hit, but nothing moved that house. It was fixed on the rock. But if you just use my words in Bible studies, hold on, hold on now. So Jesus, are you trying to tell us that there's some people? So he's talking to church folk. He's talking to people that go to Bible studies. He's saying this. He's saying if you just use my words in Bible studies. So apparently there's a group of us. Uh, uh, none of them came today. There are some people out there. That just use these words in Bible studies. So they have a good talk. But they can't break it up. If you just use my words in Bible studies. But you don't work them to be a part of your life if you just use my words in bible studies and don't work them into your life you are like a what I-, I didn't read it you were reading it you're like a what no i didn't hear that a what he said you're like a stupid carpenter you are a carpenter you're just a stupid one in other words you are a christian you're going to heaven you're just a dumb christian you're building your life on the wrong thing this jesus no, Pastor T, that's Jesus. And he says this. He says, uh, if you don't work them, you, you're like a stupid carpenter who built his house on the sandy beach. The sandy beach of the news, the sandy beach of the new trends, the sandy beach of the walk culture, the sandy beach of uh, the concepts and the new age stuff out there. It's a sandy beach. You can build your life on it, but it's sandy. It's sandy beach. And so what happened when a storm, not if, when? Storm's coming. When a storm rolled in and the waves came up, it collapsed like a house of cards. Verse 28. When Jesus concluded his address, the crowd burst into applause. They had never heard a teaching like this. Why? Why had they never heard a teaching like this? Watch this now. It was apparent that he was living everything he was saying. Quite the contrast to their religious teachers. This was the best teaching they had ever heard. What made it the best teaching that they would ever heard? Because he was living it. And people come to me, I travel all over the world, preach the gospel. People come to me and bring me books. And nothing wrong with publishing books. And and the question I have is, how much of this have you heard from somebody else? And how much of this have you actually lived out? People have revelations oh man when you're a pastor like myself and you travel all over the world people are trying to impress you all the time hey pastor you know this uh, you know uh, praise the Lord have you do you know what John 4 8 is really means Pastor? Uh, uh, how much of that have you actually lived out can I get an amen Going back to the gym, going back because I know you're going to be writing resolutions. If 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 this is the reason why Jesus wants you to work all these things into your life, if if you went and and googled the best program, you know, uh, uh, gym, approved, uh, You know, we have Brenda here; she knows all about the gym. She can give you a program for the gym. She can even give you a, 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 a nutritious nutrition diet to go with it. Right? She can give you all this stuff, and. and and, and if you don't work any of that stuff into your... Hey, you can do all you want. You can pray it to yourself. You can lay hands on it and shoo. <laughs> Sixty curls. Shoo. And that's what we do as Christians, right? We're looking for a miracle. God has not called his church to live... From miracle to miracle. He hasn't called you uh, uh, to live a life of transactions. See, the problem with the church is we don't realize faith is a lifestyle. Jesus said you have to take these words and work them in your life. In other words, this is going to be an everyday thing. If you read in Romans chapter number 1, 16 to 17, he says the just shall live by faith. So you never get out of faith. You see, a lot of people are just trying to use faith as a, as, a, as, a, as a trick, a pony trick, right? To try and get something from God. No, no, no. Faith is a way of life. Everything you do has to be by faith. Amen. Just like that gym program, back to exhibit A, if you don't work it into your life, if you don't, and here's what's interesting about it, is that in the first week, you're not going to see any outward results. In the second week, you may you may not even see results. In the first year, you may not even see any results. But what do you do? Do you quit? No, you don't quit. You keep coming back for more. That's the walk of faith. This is why we say, for we walk by faith and not by... So we're not trying to look on the outside to see if anything changes changes and we're not looking for see when you come to church just looking for a moment of change well let me be the one to burst your bible Ooh, this is a lifestyle of faith i remember way back in the I, i've learned this you know i've been you know learning this for the last 20 years and i remember there was a time in the body of christ when the prophetic movement came and Uh, and praise the Lord for the prophetic movement and miracles and so on and so forth and some of the uh, uh, prophets started offering people miracle this, miracle that you know uh, miracle finances you know uh, someone who just deposit a 1 billion rand into your account miracle finances and pray uh, if it happens I'll I'll receive it (laughs) but but (laughs) but no 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 the way God wants you to build the finances is through the journey of faith while you are learning how to be faithful on that journey because that's going to build your character if you can't trust God with 10 rand off of a hundred rand uh, if he deposits a 1 billion into your account he might lose your soul he might lose you we may never see you again you may go crazy go, get hooked up on drugs somewhere and 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 have a barrage of other things happening in your in your you know castle and, and you will go crazy and so this is what why God puts you on a path. And this is why he didn't say we for we fly by faith and not by sight. He didn't say that. He didn't even say for we run by faith because he's not in a hurry. God is not in a hurry. He's waiting for you to develop in character, in your capacity to handle things before he brings them to you. But you have to get on that journey and commit to being faith. Just like you have to commit. I'm not teaching about going to the gym, but there are similarities. Just like you have to commit. And if you say you're going to do it three times a week, you. You can't just do it for a season and then get out of it mm-hmm. uh, just one mm, over because <laughs> here's the truth is that is that people like these uh, 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 you know off-the-cuff decisions because they get excited excited in the smell of the moment and, 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 and oh man they get a goosebump and, and they want to use God like a slot machine type deal. And they say, Pastor, you know, I'm, I'm nothing wrong with sewing for something. But Pastor, you know, I'm going to give this 1,000 rand, but I want to yank the machine and, and get a breakthrough. No, God doesn't want you to live that way. God wants you to get on a path of faith where generosity becomes a part of who you are. Amen. Amen. Just like in the gym regiment, if you went in one day and you tried to lift everything you can to get results in one day, you may hurt yourself. So God wants a relationship with us. He doesn't want us to live our lives from transaction to transaction. Can I get an amen? And so we have to act on this word. That's how we get on that path. We have to act on this word. Let's go to James chapter number one. James, is this helping you man and when we get on that path we start developing those muscles those faith muscles oh man we're going to become so 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 built up that when uh, life challenges come at you man they you won't ever. COVID-19 was a practice session for those who had been building up their muscles. It was pandemonium in the body of Christ. People that I thought had biceps, I'm talking about spiritual biceps and spiritual quads, I thought they were bodybuilders for the Lord. I thought they were running around like headless chicken, running away from, from, from... I remember talking to someone at the end of the service. They came to me and they said, Pastor T, what about this COVID-19? I told him. I said, it's nothing. And, and the reason I, I could say it's nothing was because of the 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 muscles that i had built over the years and so i knew that the same spirit that raised jesus from the dead lives on the inside of me i knew that 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 same spirit will quicken my every single mortal body i didn't hear somebody else say it no i knew it for myself and so because of that when everybody was running around like a headless chicken we were going out playing It was some of the Greatest time of our lives, COVID. COVID. Uh, uh, you know why it was some of the greatest? Because only the courageous came out to play. And so my wife turned 40 during uh, uh, COVID 19, and there's a restaurant that I took. You can't get a booking. If you go today to get a book, it's two years. That's, that's the minimum they have to get a booking. Forum Homina, it's a seven-course meal that you have. I mean, it's world-class. And I took that bad boy 20%. 20%, and I could book one week in advance. You know why? because y'all were hiding (laughs) man we went it's the only year of our lives where we went to three vacations three in one year because while everybody's hiding the prices dropped and I figured hey let's take advantage of it Man, me and my kids, me and my wife flying all over. I'm getting calls from my mom because she hasn't built her faith muscle. She's calling me. Say, where are you? Why are you traveling? How come the kids aren't wearing any masks? I'm saying, man, we got muscles. We got muscles you don't know nothing about. We've been trained and developed in God's word. When it was time to open church, we are right back in church and having church. Yeah. COVID, no deal. You know why? Because our focus was on God's word and the word of God helped us. Be- Do you know COVID is still around? But how come you're here wearing no mask? You just came to the party a little too late. You know? <laughs> Amen. Yeah. But your faith is developed by whatever information you value. Whatever information they feed you, if you value it, you're going to develop your faith in that area so they closed the tap on 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 stop putting it on tv stop putting it on the news stop putting it on social media and all of a sudden everybody's a faith giant again <laughs> what happened change your focus man when you focus on god's word that's all you need to focus on god's word you're going to build your faith muscles in his word amen let's go to james james chapter number one from verse 22 to 25. Watch what it says. It says, but uh, uh, don't just listen to God's word. Let me read it in the message. I think, I think that's what I'm re- reading. Uh, uh, listen to this. Oh, NLT, actually. Let's go to NLT. Uh, I think I'm reading in the NLT. Yes, that's what I'm reading. It says, but don't just listen to God's word. You must do what it says. Otherwise, you're only... Oh, so you could actually fool yourself. He's saying, if you just listen and don't do what he's trying to tell you to do, you're fooling yourself. When we fail to act on God's instructions, the ones that he has revealed to us, uh, uh, we fool ourselves, we harden our hearts, and, 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 and when we fail to correspond uh, in action, we deceive ourselves. Notice it didn't say you would deceive God, you, you fool God, you fool your neighbor. I mean, it's one thing to fool God and fool your neighbor and fool your, your family and fool around. It's one thing, but when, you, when you, only a fool commits to fooling themselves. But it says you can do that if you just hear and you don't do. In other words, our hearing must be with a commitment to act it out. Because behind that hearing and that action is where your breakthrough is. Verse 23. For if you listen to the word and don't obey, it is like glancing at your face in a mirror. You see yourself walk away and forget what you look like. That would be foolish, right? I mean, all of us know exactly what, when we take a picture, we take a selfie, you know exactly what you look like. You're going, well, you know, I may have to change that, you know, because of makeup and all the other things that have uh, come into play. I mean, I've met people who don't look like they look like, but, you know, that's a story. <laughs> For another day. He says when you see yourself and walk away. I mean I met this, I met this woman at the airport, he said, Pastor. Pastor, my name is Sajus. I said, No, you're not. <laughs> That's who I really am. I say, hey, I'm not mad at makeup, but I'm just saying, you know. Keep it close to to the neighborhood. Verse 25. <laughs> Verse 25. Watch this now. He says but really keep it close I mean don't don't now put on like a yellow one Uh, anyway you know let's (laughs) he says but if you look carefully into the perfect law that sets you free Watch this now. And if you do what it says and don't forget what you heard, then God will bless you for doing it. Uh, you know, the King James, they, they, the King James version of this Bible, of this verse says, uh, these people who, who, who hear, will who receive the word and do it, they are blessed in all they do. Amen. The Christian life is the easiest life you can ever find. It consists of two things. hear, do on repeat jesus says it i do it He says something else i do it that's what makes him lord over your life jesus said why do you call me lord lord and don't do what i tell you now let me end with this let's go to james chapter number two james chapter number two from verse 17 uh, to 19 Man, if there's something you should commit to, to doing in 20, uh, 23, it is to just do God's word. Do whatever he tells you to do. If he says give, do what? Give. If he says lay hands on the sick, do what? Lay hands on the sick. If he says, you know, love your neighbor, what do you do? Huh? Pastor, you don't know what they did to me. No, 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 no. If he says forgive, what do you do? You forgive. Hey, the Christian life is simple. Just hear and... You do those two things, at the end of 2023, you turn around and say, man, I've had the best year of my life. And 2024 will be better. And we keep hearing and doing and hearing and doing and hearing and doing. And and it keeps growing, getting brighter and brighter, and it will stop right at noonday. It is brightest. Uh, uh, It says this in James 2. Uh, uh, verse 17 to 19 i'm reading in the new king james he says "Thus also faith by itself if it does not have works is dead it is faith it's just a dead faith now what are some of the symptoms of things that are dead they have no life in them they don't produce fruit right the dead trees can't produce a a fruit they start to you know stink and smell and cause problems and that's what he's saying here you may have a faith but it will just not produce for you it's dead faith when you don't bring action into it this is strong but someone will say you have faith i have works show me your faith without your works and i'll show you my faith by my works verse 19 if you just have faith alone or belief alone watch this now verse 19 yeah you believe that there is one god huh you do well even the demons believe so when you stop at believing and you actually don't bring action into it you are not different than the word i mean it gets strong this is strong This is the New Testament. And it fits right with the grace message. Your grace needs action. Amen? Amen. 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 Just talk alone won't get you far. Even in your own marriage relationship. If all your spouse does is just tell you, I love you. Your husband, I love you. I love you. I love you. Ladies, I'm telling you. I don't know you personally, but I'm telling you. At one point... You say, you know what? I'm tired of just hearing it. Anybody know what I'm talking about? Why don't you buy me something? Get me flowers or something. Hey, I'm tired of hearing this. Because it has to be coupled with what? Some action. You got to bring some action. Uh, uh, Brownstone. In 1994, they wrote a song. They say, if you love me, show it. If you need me, prove it. Oh, I, oh, I. Man, well, you have to be old to know that one. Only my old heads are like, yeah, but... Pastor, now you're preaching. (laughs) Now, let's close with this. Let's read it in the Message Bible. You know, I always like to read it in English. The same verse, from verse 14. And the Apostle James is not being mean. He still calls us friends, right? Watch what he says. He says, dear friends, do you think you'll get anywhere in this if you learn all the right words but never do anything? You know the definition of agape. But you are the meanest person in town. No, those those people didn't come today. That, you know. He's just saying they has to if you know the definition of agape, you know this is God's unconditional love and it works through us, then show me some. It would be nice if you walk around and shared it with other people. That's what he's saying. Okay, moving right along. (laughs) Does merely talking about faith indicate that a person really has it? For instance, if someone comes to you, an old friend, dressed in rags and half-starved, and you have the money, and say, good morning, friend, and you say, good morning, friend, be clothed. And then you add, it's got to be, you know, you've got to add some religious terms. Be clothed in Christ. Be filled in the Holy Spirit. No, I don't want to be filled with the Holy Spirit. I want to be filled with some real food. I want some chicken. That's what I want right now. And then the Apostle James says this. And walk off without providing so much as a coat and a cup of soup where does that get you not the person the person is all right because god is going to send somebody else but where does that get you oh lord jesus now this is good now 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 don't be trying to position yourself as the one with the rags if you came today you should be the one doing the giving because i know you know i preach a sermon like this everybody after the service everybody's walking around saying you know that rex guy the pastor talking about what you gonna do it's called manipulation don't play those games amen someone shout i'm the one who's well supplied i'm the one with the abundance so that i can give to every good work amen watch what he says he says where will that get you isn't it obvious that God talk without God act is outrageous Mm, outrageous nonsense verse 18 I can already hear one of you agreeing by saying sounds good you take care of faith of the faith department how how handle the works department not so fast you can no more show me your works apart from your faith. In other words, you can't separate faith from works. You can't separate uh, 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 wet from the water. If you jump into the water, you can't jump into the water and say, I still want to stay dry. No, if it's faith, it's going to have some some works. You can't separate the two. It's one and the same thing. He says, faith and works, works and faith. Fit together, hand in glove. Verse 19, do I hear you professing to believe in one and only God, but then observe complacently sitting back as if you had done something wonderful? That's just great. Demons do that, but what good does it do them? Use your head. Man, 2023, if there's something we all need to start doing, it is to use our heads in spiritual things. Use your heads. Do you suppose for a minute that you can cut faith and works in two and not end up with a corpse on your hands? (laughs) And that corpse is called dead faith. So I'm telling you, God is calling his church to start plodding. That's what I call it. They're called small acts of faith. You know, you, you, you get on that journey. You know, my wife and I, uh, when we got married in 2011, we determined, you know, through the inspiration. I mean, my wife, if, if Kenneth Hagin was alive, she probably would have been with Kenneth I mean, she loved Kenneth Hagin. So she, I'm like, yo, Kenneth, man, thank God you're dead. I mean, she's read every book. When, when we met, she, you know, she was uh, another church girl. Praise the Lord. And, 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 and uh, I say that because, you know, most of the church girls that I came across were just plumb crazy. And they would prophesy, hey, you know, the Lord is speaking to me. You are my husband. Not so fast. How about, you know, let's go... T- eat lunch and I mean you and my husband prophetic. Mm So I was like, nah I'm out. I'm gonna find somebody else and and and, and we're gonna grow together. I meant and 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 I showed her, I said, you know, this was 2009. I said to her, I said, there's a better way to live than the way you're living right now. She said, what's that? I said, you know, there's a way you can live your life, and it's called The Just Shall Live by Faith. She said, how? I said, read this book. So I grabbed a book by Kenneth Hagin called Live by Faith. She read that book. She said, how come no one told me that you can live by faith? And then, she, you know, she, she went to uh, Rhema at the time. She, bought, she said, I want everything that this man has written and so she took all of those books she started learning how to uh, live by faith and i started learning with her she'd come to me and share some things and and we started growing together and when we got married in 2011 we were determined there was only one way to live and that way was to live by faith only by faith you 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 see some of you think you're gonna live by finances some of you think you're gonna live by a fitness regimen and a strict diet. No, no, no. None of that will help you when the when when, when the rubber meets the road. None of that stuff is going to help you. Some of, some during COVID people thought they could live by vaccine, some people thought they could live by the mask. No, when the rubber meets the road, none of that stuff matters. The only way to live is by faith. It is by believing what he tells you and doing what, exactly what he tells you to do. Man, I'm telling you, we started doing that and From 2011, the only way we've known to live our lives is to live by faith. And some of the things we do is is crazy because faith is crazy. It's going to ask you to step out of the boat and walk on water. That's what faith will do. But you have to be committed. If you're married, husband and wife, you have to be committed to to this faith thing and say, hey, we're going to live by faith. Amen. Amen? And what I'm going to do is do what the word of God says for me to do. Man, I'm telling you, there's no better way to live than to live by faith. There's no better way. He's going to tell you sometimes to give your favorite thing. And by faith, you give that thing away. He's going to bring you more. He wants you to get on that journey of trusting him. And as you trust him, you begin to grow in it. You start to get more confident, you know, uh, walking and living by faith. And man, I'm telling you, it's a path that is filled with abundance. There's no other way to live life except by faith. Why don't you stand on your feet? Did that bless you? Thank you, Jesus. And what is faith? Faith is just responding to what the word of God says. Just acting out what the Word of God says. Now, you may be here and you're saying, Hey, Pastor T, I want to get on this faith journey. Well, not so fast. If you are here and you have not received Jesus as your personal uh, Lord and Savior, the first faith act. the First, initial faith action that's going to help you come into the kingdom of God and start functioning in these principles is is receiving him as your personal Lord and Savior. It is believing in your heart and confessing that Jesus Christ is Lord and that God, you know, uh, raised him from the dead. Uh, and that is seated at the right hand of the Father uh, to come back again. Amen? You believe that and you confess that with your mouth. The Bible says, He who calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. You call on that name, man, I'm telling you, salvation is at hand. And uh, so if that's you, every eye closed and every head bowed, if that's you, we want to pray for you. And so we're going to ask you to put your hand up wherever you may be. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. If you want to make Jesus your personal Lord and Savior, this is your opportunity. And if you have your hand raised, uh, just raise it a little higher so that we can all see. Is that a hand over there? That's a hand. Oh, man, praise the Lord, young man. Come on. You're making the best decision of your life. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Now, we're going to pray together with these people that have raised their hands. And I want you to repeat these words after me. Say, Dear God, I come before you this morning in all humility. I've tried it my way to no avail. Today, I've learned a new way. The only way. And that way is Jesus Christ is the only way to the Father. I believe that in my heart. And so I accept Jesus as my personal Lord and Savior. Jesus Take rulership of my heart. Take rulership of my life. Lead from today onwards. And I will follow. I am a child of God. Because today I made that decision. I have believed in my heart. And I am confessing with my mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord. Hallelujah praise the lord you are born again young man and this is the best decision you've ever made in your life hallelujah thank you jesus thank you jesus praise the lord now this is a brand new year and uh, uh you know uh uh it's brand new things brand new clothes uh, uh, brand new brand new brand new brand new and, and so i want to pray for 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 you if you've been struggling with sickness, uh, uh, disease, some ailment, we want to pray for you. It's a new day. Amen. I said it's a new day. Amen. It's a day of divine healing. Amen. It's a day of miracles. Amen. Amen. Don't, don't, bring, don't bring that sickness into uh, 2023. That thing is not your portion. Jesus already paid for it. And, and it's time for you to receive it and walk in it and enjoy it. Now, I want to pray for you. It may be as little as a, a, a lower back pain that you have accepted to live with 15 years ago. You say, well, this, this is how it's going to be. And you've been with it for And so every time they ask for people to pray who are sick, to you it's not a sickness because it's become an accessory. It's become your accessorize, just like your handbag. It's like, man, I've got this. You can't leave it at home. Now, we want to pray for you. And we're going to join our faith together with you for a complete restoration. Because that's God's will for you. And I'm telling you, we're going to lay hands on you and you're going to receive your complete healing today. And as you start going forward, it's going to get brighter and brighter and brighter and brighter. Now, don't discount it because you see men as trees. There was a blind man. Jesus laid hands on him. And he said, I see man and trees. And he didn't cuss that, that healing. He didn't say, well, I guess nothing happened. We're going back to being blind. No. He said, I see man and trees. And Jesus laid his hands on him again. And he says, man, now I see clearly. And we're going to pray for you. And I believe you're going to get on that path. And don't go back by cursing yeah, and, and, and cursing your, your healing. Amen. I said amen. amen and so if that's you we want to pray for you and you can stand proxy of someone who may not be here this could be your uncle this could be your father your grandfather uh, uh, you know he's you know, we, been struggling with this and we want to we pray for them Jesus gave us this power and, and, and the gifts of the spirit man there are many gifts there are diverse gifts different ways of operation of administration And today, we're going to administer healing through the proxy. We're going to pray for you as if we're praying for that person. And I'm telling you, by faith, that person is going to get it. We're talking about faith, right? What is faith? Faith is believing that Jesus has already paid for it. And what do we do? We act on it. It's not on us. Our part is to act on it. It is to lay hands and believe and lay hands on these people. And so that's you. I see that hand over there. I'm going to ask you to lift your hand. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Now I'm going to ask all the believers just turn around and go and lay hands on on any of the hands that you see. Thank you, Jesus.
0: Amen. I believe there's someone with toothache, and and you've been uh, settling with toothache. I, I think it's your back molars. Um, if it's you, can we pray for you? Um, please don't enter 2023 with that toothache. It, it, it's it's not your reality, okay? Right, yeah. um, I don't know if it's you online.
1: And Rieta, um, right
0: yeah. is it right? Okay, Amen. We're gonna pray for you. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Can pray for Amen. Father, we just thank you for healing. Right now, this morning, we just speak life and we speak healing to everything that is broken. We speak life and we speak healing to every part of bodies that is in pain. We speak healing to that toothache. We speak a quick and complete recovery. We decree and we declare this morning that pain must go. In the name of Jesus. We speak to every organ. We speak to every tissue. We speak to cells. We speak to nerves. And we say be healed right now in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. We speak to backache right now. Lower back pain right now. We command it to go in the name of jesus father we thank you for healing we thank you for life
1: in jesus Jesus. name father we just thank you right now we rebuke diabetes right now in the name of jesus i rebuke diabetes right now uh, a genetic they've told you it's genetic diabetes we rebuke it right now in the name of jesus we did not inherit anything from our natural human uh, families we've received and inherited that which is of the lord and so i rebuke every form of diabetes right now in the name of jesus i rebuke a blood pressure that's out of control right now in the name of jesus we say, go in Jesus' name right now. And there's someone here and the doctors, you know, are trying. we love doctors, but we just have a, 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 a higher place that we report to, a higher, you know, a, a, a report that we believe. And, and someone was told just recently that your child, uh, you may be watching online, maybe someone here, that your child may be autistic. We rebuke that report right now in the name of Jesus. Uh, we 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 the only condition we put on that child is blessed. They will grow in favor and in stature, just like Jesus grew in favor and in stature. We do not accept that report, we rebuke it right now in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. We speak to the joints. We speak to the uh, hips. We speak to the knees, the ankles. We speak to the lower back. Pain right now and we command it to leave right now. In the name of Jesus. Go. In Jesus' name. Pain in the knee. We command it to go. There's someone here that when you sit in the car on an airplane, you know, you you, you it, it causes uh, uh, pain, excruciating pain on your knee, we speak to it right now and we rebuke that pain we tell it to go right now in the name of Jesus this is not your portion divine health is your portion in the name of Jesus thank you Lord thank you Father thank you Jesus hallelujah I said hallelujah Man, I'm telling you, you get on that path, you stay in that path. Ooh, I heard that. There's someone here you've been told uh, it's going to be a great uh, challenge having children. We pray right now to the reproductive system. Right now. In the name of Jesus. We pray and we call it fertile. We, We rebuke any abnormally right now in the name of Jesus. It may be years waiting. Forget that report. Forget that natural circumstance. And and focus on, on what God is saying to you right now. You are the yield of the Lord. And great shall be your seed. Thank you Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Man I'm telling you. You get on that path you're gonna experience that fullness of that healing it, it was during that time my wife she's reading you can look up my wife she's reading her, her kenneth Hagin books she's building a faith she's reading the bible she's building a faith around healing and most people don't know this but i'm I, and i'm not mad at anyone you know who wears spectacles i'm just sharing a testimony to encourage someone and and uh, she she said man i want to get healed Uh, of my eyes of my eyesight she said man i'm believing god for healing and and she started believing god for healing stayed in there just applauding and you see it's one step at a time you're building your faith faith muscles and uh one day two weeks later she she called me she said honey you won't believe this i said what she said i haven't worn my glasses for two weeks and I said, if you had a problem? She said, no, I haven't had a problem. I said, then you don't need to, to wear your glasses. And from 2011, I think it was August or July, She has never had to go back for another prescription. And this is 20. We told family and friends. They said, oh, no, don't worry about it. It's going to come back after two months. Two months became five years. See, your healing will stick if you stay in faith. Five years became seven years. And that has become more than ten years. So it's for real. It's healing for real. Can I get an amen? now now if you if you like glasses and i you know i'm one of those that like glasses i might just get a zero prescription for swag if you like glasses i'm not mad at you sometimes they just you know make people think you're sophisticated praise the lord but i'm just saying you can be healed of anything if you believe jesus can i get an amen man i'm telling you god is good In 2023 Will be different.
0: We hope this message has been a blessing to you Thank you for listening To find out more about how you can become a partner Visit faithhill.tv today